Ooh. What's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. <laughs> we get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to a Tuesday edition. It's of- Christmas. Well, it's not Christmas today, it but it it's is. it's December 1st, it y'all. It is now Christmas. It is December 1st, so I'm wearing my Christmas sweater. Christmas you'll see... is December. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. And Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, whatever you celebrate, um, enjoy it. Yeah. A, a Festivus for the rest of us, you know what I mean? Be kind to your neighbors this holiday season, because let's be honest, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, yeah. Yep, it is. And, you know, we just gotta make the most of it and stay positive and, you know, enjoy some Christmas baking. That's that's my recommendation. Mm. Enjoy some Christmas baking. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna be baking a lot. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, um, I just got back from the United States uh, two days ago mm-hmm. from a trip to empty out my storage unit. And so we are in like a, we are in full quarantine. Like, Arielle and I are not allowed to leave the apartment for yep. any reason. Uh, for at least two weeks. And even once that is done, the city that we are in is currently in lockdown. Yep. So we are in a position where we are um, going to be spending the Christmas season in In this apartment, just the two of us. Right here, (laughs) yeah. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, guys, I am, I am used to Christmas being very small and away from family. Like, that, like, it's really not that much different to me except yeah but usually you can like go to the holiday market you can go and like get hot chocolate with a friend like you are literally stuck with me i know i know not just because we're married but well but here's the thing you know we're stuck for two weeks and then after that we can at least like um there is yeah well there (laughs) there is an outdoor holiday market that they set up um in toronto so we'll probably be going to that is that still running with the lockdown yeah yeah it's like completely outdoors oh okay um, cool. so it. it's, yeah, it's, it, they, they set it up because of COVID, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are going to be like a few vendors and things. And I love to like support those kind of local businesses. Um, so we're going to, we're going to try and do that. But yeah, for the next two weeks. December 13th. We just need to get to December 13th without leaving this apartment. And we can do that. You know, um, <laughs> the, the, the fact that it is December means that we have now passed out of November which was a very exciting month for us here at Das Nerdy Nightly. Um, we, uh, and I'm mostly uh, me, I hope it's okay to say supported the Movember charity. Uh, if you're in the chat right now on our Twitch channel, we do record the show live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. But if you're in the chat, you will see Mello the Bard is there. He is the captain of my Movember team. Cheers. We raised um, $1,500, the five of us, for Movember. Mm-hmm. And honestly, y'all, I'm I'm really I'm really proud of that. Uh, we we set out to raise a thousand dollars as a team. I set out to raise uh, two hundred fifty dollars personally, mm-hmm. and um, my my tally ended up being uh, five hundred twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to uh, all of you for supporting the team and for supporting me. Uh, I know um, the Broken Pirates in the chat dedicated the money raised in his birthday stream to our charity uh, mm-hmm. goal. Uh, I know that we had incredible donations from Orange, Mad Lad Scanny, uh, my mother, 
uh, yeah. your aunts. Yes. Um, and uh, Robinson Hatton in the chat. So, so many people. I know I'm missing so many because we had so many wonderful donations. But I just, I, I really wanted to start today by saying thank you so much. Um, we did hit that $500 goal. And so Ron Burgundy will be here on Wednesday. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Ron Burgundy is hosting the morning show tomorrow with uh, Claris. I won't be here, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, Despite the fact that we're in quarantine. Don't ask too many questions about how that works. It's fine. Um, but, um, what were you going to say? I said, no, it's fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. You're going to uh, you're gonna have to watch his big movie tonight so that you understand the references he's making. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're going to be fresh in my mind tomorrow. It's going to be great. Uh, and later on in the week, I will be doing the Ned Flanders stream as well. Yes. Um, which will be very fun. Yes. And then the mustache is gone. Yeah. And the beard comes back. I'm very excited. I'm, I, I, like, I like having a beard. Uh, thank you for that, Shane, for the Empire. Cheers. I'm very excited. <laughs> what was the highlight of November for you? Uh, that's really tough because it feels kind of like a blur since we've gotten here. I'm like, what mm. was October and what was November? What was the highlight? Hmm. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of mine was the Inseparable stream. Oh, I was uh, gonna... Okay. We got to play Inseparable, uh, a new game from uh, indie developer Beat Bull Games. And we... It was a very tense four-hour stream. We yelled at each other quite a bit. Mostly for comedic purposes, but a little bit of it was real. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And honestly, I just... Um, it was so fun. That stream was real. That stream was a blast. It actually was. That Like, wow. that was... When you said... The inseparable. Um, well, when you asked me that question, I the inseparable stream was not definitely the first thing that yeah. came to mind. Um, but I do also have to say that I'm having a really fun time with my new Skyrim build. Oh, the Night King, yeah. The Night King. I, I actually am like really enjoying it, especially like yesterday. We got to the point where I could like actually summon an undead army, and like that felt great. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, what about uh, finishing Subnautica? Because that was also November. Was it? Yeah. It was. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. Th- like, you guys know... You guys know how much I loved that game. Um, I'm actually going to put out a review video of it. So if you guys aren't subscribed to the YouTube, please do check that out. Um, but, oh my god. That game made me, like, cry. It mm-hmm. was so good and so beautiful. Um, yeah. Uh, wow, I can't believe that that was November. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely a big highlight for me. I love that we're talking up um, the inseparable stream and the developers in the chat. Yes. Uh, thank you for being here, People Games. It's so yeah, nice that you keep coming it. around. You made a great game. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. We need to go back and finish it. Yes. I don't know if our relationship will survive us trying to finish it, but we will We we're will beat try. that game at some point. Mm-hmm. It only took us four hours to beat the first level, so. Yeah, so we just need to put like another 12 into it and we're good. Wait, what? Six each? Or are you saying like the next one's going to be four and the last one's going to be eight? I mean, like, yeah, it probably gets harder. Um, Mary Exelotter in the chat said, I made my grandma's rumkugeln, rum, rumkugeln for the first time this year. Oh, she died last year in December. Oh, Mary, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, I, I really am, but I, I would, uh, I, I just would like to point out how beautiful it is that she gets to live on in, um, passing that recipe down to you. I think that's, yeah. you know, we, we all die at some point in our lives. That's just, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. And, um... The, the the ways in which we pass along our legacies to our families and mm-hmm. our friends is what's beautiful about life. Mm-hmm. And I just, um, 
Uh, I think that that's, you know, I'm, I'm very sorry for your loss, but at the same time, I'm also really, I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's special, yeah. you know, it like that, that means something. And I, I, you know, I think that that's really beautiful. I think yeah. that that, that's how we live on and that's what we leave behind after we pass along. And I think that that's really beautiful that you have that recipe. Um, I, I think that, uh, Mary also said that I, my pronunciation of that was good. Um, I would like to thank the Calgary Boys Choir for making me sing in so many languages as a child that I now can kind of sometimes kind figure of, it like, out. Kind of like work things out. Yeah. Rumpugel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it also, you know, you know what also helps? What? Um, being an actor your whole life and having to say a bunch of BS. Yeah. Hey, I made up this word. Will you throw that in your frickin' play? Yeah. Imagine, like, being, uh, like, uh, on set for, like, The Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones or, like, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And you're like... Bless you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, sorry, what? Bless you. <laughs> All right, guys, we have news. Do we have news? We do have news. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clarice, you're going to have to make up the news in a little bit, so start thinking about that. But uh, just in a quick follow-up to yesterday's show, where we talked about the crown, and it's maybe misleading uh, of the British and worldwide publics, uh, Helen Bonham Carter the actress that you probably know as Bellatrix Lestrange in the Harry Potter movies, among a million other things, who is currently playing Margaret in season three and four of The Crown. Uh, Princess Margaret, sorry, not to disparage the royalty, um, has uh, come out and said that uh, the producers have a moral responsibility to tell viewers that it's a drama. So it is interesting to see one of the like stars of the show, someone who's getting lauded as being one of the performances of this season mm-hmm. uh, is coming out in favor of the government's position that, hey, like, this maybe is not the truth. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, if you were here yesterday, we definitely talked about this in more depth, but I just do want to touch on it for those of you who mm-hmm. weren't here yesterday. You know, we kind of, uh, I think we both were in agreement mm-hmm. that um, with a show like The Crown that involves real people's lives who are still alive today that you need to let people know that it's fiction, mm-hmm. um, that it is not real, that it is dramatized, because sometimes people see uh, familiar like names and believe that it is truth, and oftentimes it is grounded in truth, especially when it comes to events, but more personal conversations, maybe certain things that were said exactly, mm-hmm. those are all for TV, they're for drama, and I think we were both in favor of Netflix, you know, putting a disclaimer and saying, just so you know, this is not 100% accurate. It's not real. It is inspired no. by history. And there, uh, uh, there is apparently a scene at the end of season four. Sorry, this is a slight spoiler for the season, but it's kind of relevant to this conversation that we mm-hmm. didn't bring up yesterday because I actually wasn't aware of it. Um, but the, the, the reason that people are um, concerned particularly mm-hmm. is there is a scene at the end of season four that insinuates that uh, prior to a trip... Uh, uh, Charles uh, threatened Diana, mm-hmm. uh, a light threat uh, in the scene, mm-hmm. and it feeds into a conspiracy theory that has been going around since the 90s saying yeah. that uh, Charles had Diana murdered, which yeah. is just, like, there is no evidence of it. Yeah. It's one of those things that has been said so much that it sounds true, Yeah, but um, the, there is no... There is no record of any proof that he did this. Yeah. Uh, And people are saying that it is particularly dangerous for Netflix to include a scene that is 100% made up. Like, there's no record of them having this interaction in real life. Yeah. Um, And that just because it insinuates that there 
is credence to a conspiracy theory. Yeah, and like, you know, like criminal activity, like extreme yeah. criminal activity to people who are still around. And I think that it's very important yeah. to distinguish the difference between like a documentary and like a historical drama that's like inspired by events. Yeah, especially right now with um, the rise of conspiracy theories at the moment, mm-hmm. I think it is important uh, for people who are creating historical fiction like this to be careful about how they approach mm-hmm. a conspiracy theories that people believe. Like people genuinely believe that the crown had Diana murdered mm-hmm. and it's just not true. The like the, the amount of control that you would have to have to make sure that you killed someone is not the amount of control that a drunk driver has. Mm-hmm. And the man who unfortunately killed Diana was drunk. Like it's it's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to bring that up because at every moment that I can dispel conspiracy theories, I want to. Yeah. I think it is important that we all live in a shared reality. Yes. Um, and conspiracy theories undo that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm really impressed that Helena Bonham Carter came out and said this. Yeah. Granted, it, for her, like, she can't come back as Princess Margaret in the next seasons. Because right. the cast switches over every two seasons so that yes. they age with... The story mm-hmm. so Helena Bonham Carter can't be fired like her job is done yeah she's done um, but still you know I think like adding a well-known powerful voice to that mm-hmm. I think is a, I think is a good thing I, I honestly think that Netflix will agree to it I don't think they have a reason not to um no I, I think that I think that the pressure is going to mount too quickly for them to get away to, to not to get away with it but to yeah I ignore just, it I just don't see what they gain from putting that kind of disclaimer on the content that's so. fair so I just, I, I, I have a feeling that it'll happen and, you know, there won't be too much of a fuss. And to be honest, everyone, Hopefully. there's content warnings on so many things and no one pays attention to any of them. Yeah, it's true. Like, like it'll be there, but like, no one's going to read it. Yeah, exactly. It's not like any, like, kids under the age of 18 saw the nudity warning on Game of Thrones and were like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to have to watch something else tonight. Yeah, truly. <laughs> like, you, you kind of know what you're getting into, but yeah. But in this case, people don't. Yeah, and I think there was a really awesome point made yesterday that if you start with something that is definitely more grounded in reality, um, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's sometimes dangerous to take leeways with that because people take that fictional right because they trust you maybe in season one or two and and you're more historically accurate and that kind of thing. Um, people trust you, and when you gain that trust. There's definitely a responsibility to make sure you know you are letting the viewers know what is fiction and what is not. Yeah, speaking of Game of Thrones, uh, we do have news that Tyrion Lannister himself, Peter Dinklage, a incredible, <laughs> remarkable thespian, like yeah, one of what a national treasure. one of the best actors, mm-hmm. uh, is going to be playing. Do you all know what trauma films are? Do you know what trauma films are? No. Um. The trauma films were... Trauma was this... uh, (laughs) It was a studio that made arguably... uh, Let's call them low-budget films. Okay. Uh, And they're all... It's sort of like Blumhouse before Blumhouse. And they made a film back in the day called The Toxic Avenger. And it is... It is like the most B-movie, B-movie you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. This is the premise. Uh, a struggling everyman is pushed into a vat of toxic waste and is transformed into a mutant freak who must go from shunned outcast to underdog hero as he races to save his son, his friends, and his community from the forces of corruption and greed. Now, if you listen to that and you were like, wait a second, Toxic Avenger was not about a man with a son, it was about a high schooler. 
who became a, essentially a freaky superhero. This is because this is a new Toxic Avenger. They are making a new Toxic Avenger starring Peter Dinklage yeah. as Toxie himself, as he is affectionately known in the movie. Now, you've never seen the Toxic Avenger. No. There's four of them. Um, Wait for it. Oh, yeah. There are four Toxic Avenger movies. I, I'm pretty sure the fourth one, he becomes president. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's about someone who gets pushed. So in, in the original, his bullies push him into a bat of toxic waste. Mm-hmm. And he becomes a, like, superhero, but he's also, he's also, like, deformed. Mm-hmm. And, like, his eyeball, like, hangs out of his eye. It's, it's Very messed. Cute. It's, Very it's, cute. it's, it's like, it's a grotesque thing to look at. I'm not gonna lie. It has been turned into an incredible musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, the musical is really, 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 really good. But, um, yeah, the, the, the premise of the movie is that he becomes big and strong and, is kind of a hero. Like, he's kind of like an eco-friendly hero. Mm-hmm. He's like a deformed Captain Planet. <laughs> Are you excited to watch Peter Dinklage become grotesque-looking and beat the crap out of people? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Especially because, like, you've told me so much about the musical. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I feel like that's... Cheers, people. Thank you, Thank for, you subscribing, for subscribing, Um... I don't know. I feel like my excitement is definitely... Tethered to Peter Dinklage? Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, if you put him in anything, I'd be down to Mm -hmm. give it a try. You know what I mean? Although, like, even though the premise of the movie, I'm kind of like, but, like, it's Peter Dinklage, so, yeah, I'll I'll be watching it. I I think it's interesting that they're giving him a family, Mm because the original Toxic Avenger kind of skirted around his personal life by having him, like, live with his grandma, and, like, he doesn't have those, like, immediate connections. Mm -hmm. Um, So how he's going to interact with, like, his son is going to be really interesting. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited for this, honestly. Like, I hope that they, I hope they do it, I hope they Go for it. Yeah. I want them to, like... I don't want them to make a good modern movie, though. And this is my concern. I, If you're gonna remake The Toxic Avenger, it still has to be, like, a shticky B-movie. I don't want them to update it and try and make it cool. It's not Endgame. Yeah, and, and but that's what I'm worried about. I don't want them to, like, make the Captain Marvel of the Toxic Avenger universe. I want yeah. them to make a Toxic Avenger movie... I want them to spend like six million dollars on. Like, I don't want a hundred million dollar film. I don't think that that's what. Um, I don't think that that would be the kind of film that is in this franchise. Yeah. And I think it would be weird if they tried to like make it a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah. Uh, Liza Bear in the chat is asking who is playing Sarah, the female lead from yes. the movie. I don't think she'll be in it. Maybe. Like, I'm assuming he'll have a wife, because he has a son, so it'll probably yeah. be a new... Either his wife will be Sarah, um, or they'll come up with new characters. Because the only thing that, the only thing they have to keep is he falls in a toxic waste and becomes toxic. Like, yeah. everything else can everything kind else. of go by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. Muddles wants to make it with just him, his handy cam, and a Dinklage with some edibles. Great. Just I would watch that. Just take one edible, not two, because otherwise you get too high and you don't get shit, uh, stuff done. <laughs> you just calling us out like that? I, I'm calling both of us out. It's yeah. a collective call out. Okay. A collective call out here at the Nerdy Nightly. Um, I'm excited for this movie though. I, I really, I, I want to see 
we have all of these superhero movies coming out, right? And they all kind of are the same. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, there is, there is a, there is a, there is a, there's a through line. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm excited for, like, this, like, gross, slimy, like, superhero that you don't want to look at, but you're rooting for because he's doing the right thing. Well, and I think that's what made The Boys so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it was a similar kind of concept where you have, like, superheroes, people with superpowers. Yeah. But they do it very differently. It's a different world, a different vibe. You know what I mean? And I, I really hope that that's what this movie is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that it's not, like, clean and pristine and, like, polished up. You know what I mean? Uh, I just, I think, yeah, I, I agree with you. I hope that that's what it is. Yeah, it would be fun. I, I'm really, I, I, I love the Toxic Avenger franchise, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much into the idea of this. I yeah. think, I think, and Peter Dinklage, I mean, he's just... Oh, he's a he's fucking gem. So like, good. I love him. I would see him in anything. Honestly. Uh, we need to have, like, a little F-bomb counter. Sorry, I know. As soon as it came show. out of my mouth, I was like, and... We're trying, so, y'all, we're trying not to swear on the morning show, um, we're trying to make this, like, a clean show, and we're, we're having a really hard time. We're really bad at it. <laughs> we're so bad at not swearing. But because we upload to YouTube and other places, like, we're trying to keep it clean, and we're just, we're, we're not there yet. We're struggling. But we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. <laughs> oh, right. Um, in other news, uh, potential casting news, not actual casting news, but potential casting news, Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Haley Steinfeld is? The name sounds familiar. Uh, she was the star of Bumblebee, the sequel or the the um, no, prequel to the yeah the prequel to the Transformers films. Never seen um, any of the Transformers movies. You haven't seen any of them. No, I think I've like seen like parts of the first one because it's been like on the TV, but I've never actually watched any of them. Wow! Like I don't actually know the premise of the Transformers movie. Like I think it's like big like car ro- like pe- like I know what the transformers are and I think that there's like evil transformers that like come to earth and they fight them off. That's that's about all I know. Wait, have you never seen the Transformers cartoon? No. Have you never seen Beast Wars? No. What was your childhood? <laughs> um SpongeBob? Yeah. I I don't <laughs> You've never seen any Transformers property? Like, at, at like, anything. I, I no. just, I can't. I'm so, I'm so broken right now. I thought we were in one relationship. <laughs> and it turns out we're in a different relationship. I'm sorry. You've, like, I don't, I, I can't believe you've never seen the 1984 animated Transformers movie. It's hilarious. Go back and watch the animated 1984 Transformers movie. It's so inappropriate for kids. Like, they swear. Like, I don't know how it got past censors. It is wildly adult in, like, weird ways. And, like, it's not for a whole scene. And at the end of the scene, it just suddenly is for no reason. And you're like, that was unnecessary. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Um... I don't... The, the funny thing about Transformers is that, like, I don't even know where to start you on that path. All right, we need to move on. Um, this is why you have a whole show called Catching Up Clarus. I just, I honestly, like, when I was a kid, I didn't really watch, like, cartoon, like, series and stuff. Like, I watched, mm-hmm. like, Disney movies, and, you know, when I was, like, young, young, I watched, like, Barney and Blue's Clues. But then after that, like, 
I watched like Criminal Minds and Glee. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> you could not have picked two further opposites of the television spectrum. I watched um the show where the darkest, most inhumane things ever happen to humanity, <laughs> and then I also watched uh, Criminal Minds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I loved Glee. I did musical theater, so like, you know. It was... Hey, at least none of the cast members on Criminal Minds are pedophiles, so. Hey! I can't believe you've never seen any. Like, I literally can't get over the fact that you haven't seen the Transformers thing. Just yeah. because there's so many of them. Like, there's <laughs> there's just so many Transformers properties that it just seems like you would have just, like, caught one by accident at No, some like point. I said, like, I think I've seen, like scenes and stuff from some of the like movies that came out wow. but i just i've never like actually watched them i don't know the like plots wow yeah there's this thing called the all spark um <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that later great great moving on <laughs> so Haley steinfeld from bumblebee she's a great actress she's actually really good in bumblebee um i actually really liked bumblebee i think bumblebee is the best of the live action transformers movies it's just, it's very small and contained, and it's really lovely. Um, and uh, so Haley Seinfeld has been rumored to be playing Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series for a while. Everyone okay. thinks it's going to be her. Everyone's pretty sure it's going to be her. But mm -hmm. the Hawkeye series starts filming next week. Like, they're like, they're like filming yeah. in a week. And we don't know who's playing Kate Bishop yet. And Haley Steinfeld put out this Instagram post today. And it's a picture of a, a drawing of a girl with a purple headband, and it says Sagittarius on it. And the caption is, see you in 11 days, 24, with a bow emoji. Hmm. Now what could it mean? I wonder. We must, we must call in super sleuth, Claris Dracaris. Claris, will you use a slupa sleuthin? What does it mean? I think, and you know, this comes from years of experience, but I think, I think she's going to be Kate Bishop. Oh my gosh, that is a big pull and from us, super sleuth, Claris Tracaris. I know, I know, I know it seems wild. I know it seems like a, you know, a tough pull from that, you know, who would have thought, but guys, trust me on this. I think I th I'm calling it. You're really staking your claim on this. Mm hmm Because you might be wrong. Oh, I'm never wrong. She's right. She, I have to say that she's See? always right. I Thank have to you. say that in order to have a happy marriage. Um, <laughs> this is this is interesting news, right? Like, uh, Haley Steinfeld is a movie star. You know what I mean? Like, she's mm -hmm. a movie star. Because uh, we were talking, uh, I think it was last week on yeah. the show, about, like, are <clears throat> these Marvel shows going to be able to get people like Samuel Jackson to do them, people who typically don't do television? Mm -hmm. And I was saying, like, this is not TV. This, we can't right. think of these Marvel shows as TV. We can't think of these HBO Max shows as TV. Mm -hmm. This is this is long-form movies. Yes. It, the, the bridge between what is a movie and what is television is the narrowest bridge in the world now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, to see like a movie star like Haley Steinfeld get asked to do a project like this and for her to accept it is, is a big... Is, is big. And like it's very yeah. exciting because she is the caliber of actor 
who could make the transition from this being a television character on streaming to being in the next Avengers movie. Yeah. Um, whereas sometimes the casting from like a Netflix show, you'd be like, oh yeah, that is the television version. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate that there's that distinction still in our society, but there, there is. It's not, we haven't completely broken down that idea yet. Yeah. But moves like this, I think, start that process. Yeah. And I'm for excited sure. for it. I love, I love the relationship between, um... Hawkeye and Hawkeye. Because <laughs> they're both named Hawkeye. Right. That's not confusing at all. I see all. what you did there. Uh, Liza Bear asks, is Kate Bishop Hawkeye's daughter? She is not. Uh, Hawkeye's daughter is far too young <laughs> to be a superhero uh, yeah. at this point. Uh, but no, Kate Bishop is uh, the second Hawkeye in the comics who um, Clint Barton trains to be Hawkeye 2. Yeah. Uh, but then he doesn't quit. And so... There's just two Hawkeyes, and they're on a team together in the comics, and it's like Hawkeye, and it's like what, which, which one? <laughs> That's so confusing. Like you could at least like switch it up, like Hawkeye and like IHawk or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That seems like really like <laughs> IHawk. You know how there's that conspiracy theory that um, that there are no birds. <laughs> And that all the all the birds have been replaced by robots to spy on us. IHawk sounds like Apple's version of that. <laughs> or like a pancake restaurant chain. <laughs> the P in IHop is the pancakes. If you take out the only the only letter you took out of the name was pancakes. <laughs> the international has it sounds like, okay? I just Whatever. Leave me alone. <laughs> the iHawk is the new drone from Apple. That would be hilarious. I just the 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 fact the, thing, the fact that they're both named I uh, Hawkeye is very confusing, and I think that they should. I you know I think that there should be some kind of distinction. <laughs> yeah, there is. Kate Bishop rocks, and Clint Barton is fine. He's fine. Um, I mean, I, I like Jeremy him. Renner's performance is great, but yeah, um, in the com- even in the comics, Hawkeye is fine. <laughs> There's like a couple of good Hawkeye runs, but for the most part, you're like, all right, Clint. <laughs> the best, you know, the best part of Clint Barton's is dog. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, got a cute pup. That's how it always happens. Um, there's an issue of Hawkeye that I'll find for you, but it is, um. Do you it, have it? Uh, no, I don't. I have it. I had it digitally, but I don't know where. Mm. Um, it is, it, it is a day in Hawkeye's life from the perspective of his dog. Oh and my it god. Is, it's honestly, it's really, really, it's a great, uh, it's in Matt Fraction's uh, Hawkeye run. Mm-hmm. It is really good. Uh, it's a really, really, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run is the best Hawkeye run. It's the best. It, it's the best take on that character ever written. Clint Barton is the most interesting in that version. He's also the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, kind of, he's, his personal life is a mess. Yeah. Um, but Matt Fraction wrote this brilliant Hawkeye run with beautiful art. It's this stark whites and purples that you can't, you can't miss the covers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's one of, one issue of that run is, uh, from the perspective of the dog and it is just so charming and like, you're just like, I, f- I love that dog. It's a good pup. Yeah. He's a good boy. I would totally read that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Should I move on to the next bit of news? <laughs> Haley Steinfeld, maybe, I don't know she's going to be a the Hawkeye. Oh, did we, um, um, we, we didn't talk about the other crown news. What's the other crown news? The casting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like waiting for that. Oh, uh, We're oh. backpelling a little bit. 
thank you uh, for the mush farm, Shin. Shin, for the Empire, and good night, Miller. Um, so, uh, we, there was other crown news. I got so, I got so befuddled by Helena Bonham Carter. Mm -hmm. Um, we found <laughs> out that we have our new Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth III, even though not actually the third, because it's actually Queen Elizabeth II, but the, the third Queen Elizabeth in the show. Yes. Will be played by Imelda Staunton. Who's that? Umbridge. <laughs> Umbridge. Yeah. Uh, that is right. She did play uh, Professor, unfortunately Professor Umbridge in the uh, Harry Potter films. She is one of the most talented actresses alive. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you don't believe me, go watch her Professor Umbridge and yeah, and tell me it's not incredible. Like, 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 yeah, sure, you hate Voldemort, fine, but you loathe Umbridge. You know what I mean? Well, I heard a really interesting theory, like. There, there, or I, I, it's not one theory. Like, a lot of people have said this, but the reason that people hate Umbridge more than Voldemort is because Umbridge is real. Yes. Like, Umbridge exists in the real world. Yes. A, a teacher who is that dark and manipulative exists. Voldemort doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Like, there is no... Like, you could say Hitler, kind of, but, like, none of us have a personal connection to Hitler. Yeah. None of us have experienced him in our lives, because mm -hmm. he's been dead, you know. And obviously there are, um, I, I shouldn't say that, actually, because there are Holocaust survivors who do, who are still alive and still have that very, very real connection to that. Mm -hmm. But, um, in a day-to-day -day way, there are umbrages in our lives. Yeah. Um, and so there's... To certain varying extremes, like, you right. know what I mean, it's... Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just it's just interesting that um, there are a lot of people who are like, oh no, the worst villain in the entire series is Umbridge. Yes. Because she's in their school doing that awful, awful stuff. Yeah, to um, kids. To kids. Like... Um, and Amelda Santon, like, just, just crushed that role. She crushes every yes. role. If you've never seen uh, any clips of her playing... Um, uh, uh, what's the lead character? In, is it Mama Rose in Gypsy? Um, she's remarkable. Her turn mm -hmm. as Mama Rose in the West End was absolutely stunning. Yeah. And um, she's just, she's one of those actresses who can do anything. And yeah. I'm, like, we don't watch The Crown yet. But we're going to. But I, I, I want to see her performance as Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, like, we legit might start watching The Crown. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. It's got all of our favorite people in it. Matt Smith. I know. Helena Bottom Carter. Yeah. Um, Olivia Coleman. That's the one. Um, oh my god. There's like there's so many good actors and actresses in it. Claire Foy is really good in the first two episodes. Mm -hmm. Um and now Imelda Staunton. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen did we ever watch Broadchurch? No. No, you gotta watch Broadchurch. No, I've seen three Olivia, episodes of it. Olivia Coleman fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited for it. I, I think that um Imelda Staunton will I I mean, I don't want to say elevate the series because I feel like the way people talk about it, it is already at that level. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see what she brings to uh, uh, the later years of uh, Queen Elizabeth's life. Definitely. Uh, leading up to sort of almost now, which is weird. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Like, I, I watched the first episode of The Crown, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I I didn't stick with it. I thought it was a bit boring. But I'm, I'm like, willing to give it another shot mm -hmm. because I, I really want to see her performance. I think she's 100%. a powerhouse. A hundred percent. In other news, uh, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. I'm not going to say the whole title. It's too long. Uh, but Rosie Perez was in it. She played Renee Montoya, uh, an incredible character. Mm -hmm. Really, like, uh, one of my favorite DC non-superheroes is yeah. Renee Montoya. She's a really incredible 
um, backbone of the DC universe. Uh, yeah. And Rosa Perez did a great job as her uh, in I, the movie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, she has come out in an interview talking about the movie. Uh, someone asked her if she would do a sequel. Um, and uh, this was a, during an interview with Uprox. Uh, she said, uh, I mean, if it happens, sure. When you said that, the first thing that came to my mind when she's talking about coming back to a sequel is, uh, oh my God, I have to lose weight and get in shape again, which, gotta love Hollywood. Um, but yeah. uh, she went on to say, hopefully there won't be any ageist types of jokes in it as well. Having me called grandma, that was the only thing. I was like, really guys, really? I was like, would you have the nerve to call, to say that to Helen Mirren in her 50 million action movies? Um, and it is interesting uh, that she would come out and say, look, I would love to come back and do another one of those. I enjoyed it. But I kind of would appreciate it if I would be, if my character would be treated differently in the sequel. Yeah. Well, and she's not that old. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, guys, <laughs> I don't know. It, it is It is a thing, though, in a lot of movies. It's a trope thing to be like, all right, whoever is the slightly older character yes. is going to be treated as if they're 97 years old. Yeah. And like full 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 disclosure, like I <laughs> I was like, oh crap! If I don't make it by the time I'm 25, I'm too old for anyone to like want to watch me in a movie or a TV show. Yeah, but you still look 16. No, I don't. <laughs> you, you. I do not look 16. It's just it's one of those like things where like as like uh it yeah as it, a woman as it's yeah as a woman it sucks because you're you know you're told that like your early 20s are kind of your prime and then it's all downhill from there but i have conflicting sources who tell me that your 30s are are good so i'm excited for that <laughs> you look more like 18 thank you mary i'll you know what i'll take that <laughs> i i think that it is the the reason i wanted to talk about this on the show is not cuz i want to like shoot it down i think she's absolutely right yeah I think that it is good to have um, actresses who are, you know, like in the middle of their careers. She's not totally. at the end. She's still, like Rosie Perez is not nearing the end of her career. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, she's in the middle of her career and she's willing to speak out and say things like this. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that it's important for the future of the industry to improve that, mm -hmm. that... Um, that we we do get to this point where we can talk about these things and we can improve upon them because I think yeah. she's absolutely right. Like, um, I think that the the jokes in the movie worked, but they also if they did not feel like the most comfortable to her in mm -hmm. the moment, being the actress who they're being said to, mm -hmm. then I think that she should be talking out about that. And I, I'm I'm yeah. glad that she is. I think that it is important, and I I really do. I think like these kind of conversations happening is a big step forward for the industry as a whole. Totally. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think that it's really uh, nice to bring attention to it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in the industry, it's kind of like, it's kind of more well known that, you know, if you're a woman between like, kind of like 35 and 50, your career is very slow because you're not yeah. that like... Young Unless you're Helen Mirren. Unless you're Helen Mirren, for sure. But, like, you know, you're either the, like, y fun, young, or, like, badass woman, mm -hmm. or you're, like, the elderly, like, matronly woman. And then that, like, in-between... Yeah. Well, you know, well, that's, like, that's, like, a thing that you, like, is just kind of how Hollywood works. And I think that we can change that. I was, um... I was working on this musical years ago um, that that in, was about the porn industry, mm -hmm. and I was reading an interview um, with a porn star 
who said that she realized her career was over when she turned 23 and started to play the stepmom. And I was like, at 23, at at 20, at 23? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. You can't be a stepmom at 23. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can, but... Yes, you can, but, yeah. Oh, but gosh. it was literally just one of those moments where I was like, I really, like, that. that is, that is, that is the career of entertainment. Is mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, you turned, you, you are no longer 18. You are yeah. no longer visibly 18. You're a mother. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nuts. I don't mm-hmm. understand it. It makes me so sad. Because I literally, like, I would, like, I was like, mm, well, my, my, my clock is ticking. I better, like, book some jobs, you know. That's why Jersey Boys was, like, a big deal for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, but now theater is not coming back for a few years. So, you know, I'll be past my prime. It's fine. It's fine. We're, we have a morning show. <laughs> we do. You're going to be, like, Kelly Ripa. Yeah. For sure. I love that I can bring up... The most famous people on the planet. And you're just like, nope, not I'm nothing. Bad with names. Okay, if you showed me a picture, I'd be like, oh, but I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Live with Regis and Kelly? Nothing? Nope, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. You do not have to apologize. It's not, like, important to life. It's just, it, <laughs> it's, it's just very funny to me. When you're like, I've never seen any Transformers thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, don't even know where to begin with that one. I'm so sorry. Even Joe Lurker in the chat knows who Kelly is. All right. Rub it in. Why don't you? Um, y'all, I'm going to be, I'm going to say something controversial. I think that Kelly's best co-host, Michael Strahan. No, that's a lie. Regis Philbin. But after Regis Philbin, not, not, look, Ryan Seacrest, you're a handsome man. But uh, Kelly Ripa's best co-host... Michael Strahan. They had good chemistry. I really like them together. Uh, Mary Exelotter doesn't know who Kelly is either. Kelly, Kelly Ripa is uh, one of... Uh, she's a morning show host. Oh, okay. Um, I think she's... Oh, God, I don't know which one she's on. I, I can't keep them straight. There's so many morning shows, y'all. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, Kelly Ripa has been on television... Oh, my God, Shine doesn't know either. Apparently... Wow, I feel so much better. Thank you, guys. See, they don't know who she is because they're watching our morning show and not Kelly Ripa's morning show. You know what? Keep doing that. Keep keep doing that. <laughs> don't watch broadcast You television. guys are the best. We bring you the real news. We, the, yeah, <laughs> the real news. Uh, and that leads us straight into our segment. Claris makes up the news. Oh. Claris, what's the news today? <laughs> I don't. Um, we're, we've got a theme for today. You know, um, going back to Toxic Avenger, there was actually a um, major toxic spill in the the Hudson's Bay. And the snow that is falling around Toronto is actually very dangerous. So please do not leave your house. Do not go outdoors. Um, It is known to cause lesions and uh, extreme hunger. (laughs) And that's the news. (laughs) I'm glad I can make you laugh. I love that you, first of all, I love that you called it the Hudson's Bay. As if it's like Tiffany Hudson's Bay. No, I was I got the Hudson River confused and Hudson's Bay. But it's Hudson Bay. Hudson Bay. 
I haven't looked at a map in a really long time, guys. I, I also want to point out that we... I, I feel like we're okay legally because we call the segment Claris Makes Up the News, so you should know that that was fake. Yeah. But just because you said that people can't go outside in Toronto, I want to be very clear. No, you can't you go absolute, outside. There's a pandemic. Well, yeah, there's that. But you, the, the, the snow outside will not cause lesions on your skin. That was a joke. It will cause extreme hunger. <laughs> how, how would that work? Um, it starts uh, pulling the nutrients from your body, <laughs> and, and and your body's like, oh no, we're like we're we're burning through uh, all of our supply. We need to eat. <laughs> all of our supply. <laughs> I'm a scientist. Oh my god! I know how this works. I I don't. That was very good. This segment has been... Cons- I don't know if the audience likes it, but for me, this segment has been consistently hilarious. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. You know, Oh I, my god. You make me laugh so much, I'm just glad I can return the favor. <laughs> I think my favorite part about it is that you... The, you you're you don't pull it from nowhere. We got a follow from that. Thank you, Dave Boyd. Um, you don't pull it from, like... You don't just, like, make something up. You... It's very deliberately tied to, like... What is happening? That you, so like I'm I feel like I need to person. start putting things on the set for you to make up the news about. Yeah, that would be very helpful. That would be very helpful, actually. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a visual person, guys. What can I say? Um, <laughs> our last uh, news story today is about the um, uh, Nintendo Land that is opening up in Universal Studios, Japan. <laughs> Um, I, I love the country of Japan. I know I talk about it a lot. I I had an incredible experience there and I just, Mm -hmm. I love the country and they've given me just another wonderful reason to go. Mm -hmm. Um, they're opening up a new theme park in Universal, not a new theme park, a new area in the Universal Studios theme theme park. park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it is all super Mario themed. Yeah. Uh, which is very cool. Uh, the photos are online. I, I, I should have pulled them for the show, but uh, they are online. Mm. Um, the, the one thing is that it opens in February. Yeah. Very confused about that. Um, d- Although Japan is doing pretty okay. That is true. They are. Japan is doing much like, people better People wear their masks there. Mm-hmm. People aren't dumb. People aren't selfish. They're like, oh, right. Wearing a mask helps other people. So we're going to do it. And it's like a normal thing there and nobody complains. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, if, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a park. I think that honestly that like they're going to be okay opening this. If mm-hmm. this was opening in like Canada or the States or something, I'd be like so worried because people are dumb. Um, but, I don't know, Japan seems to have things under control, so... Yeah, I guess it's just weird to me, because, like, opening day photos are such a big thing. Yeah. And it's going to be weird to me that there's going to be a theme park that opens with everyone in masks. Yeah. And at reduced capacity. Like, the truth is, like, yes, they're doing well, but they're also not able to... They're not going to be able to open at full capacity. Mm-hmm. Just logistically. Yeah. And so, you know, your, your opening day photos are going to look... Um, it's going to be different, for yeah. sure. But um, I think... I mean, I'm not worried. They're, you know, they, they're okay money-wise. And I think that yeah, being true. at limited capacity is going to create even more hype. Yeah, if you anything. Know. Like, the the sales of the Nintendo Switch this year have been chef's kiss for Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo is they're not fine. worried about their their Switch. Yeah. Because, um, uh, you know... Yeah. That's yeah. been the, the... That has been how we get through quarantine, is video games. Truly. Um, or at least Truly. us. Um... 
Yeah, no, it is interesting. I My first thought was like, you know, for the people who have built this, I wish that they could have an opening that would be unmarred by the experience of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you if you look at the photos, like the, the amount of work that's clearly gone into it is shocking. The, yeah. the attention to detail is stunning. Yeah, go look at the photos, guys. Yeah, like really, really, really stunning. And um, I just think like they went above and beyond on this one. And I'm, I'm so excited to get to go in 2027 mm-hmm. when we can. Um, and so I, I just, um, yeah, uh, I just really, I'm really impressed with the photos that I've seen. I yeah. want to ride the Mario Kart ride. It looks so cool. Yeah. And I'm, um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool news. Like, uh, I, I am excited for it. I, uh, you know, deep down, I am a little bit nervous. Obviously it's a pandemic, but I, I think mm-hmm. that they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and I think... I hope it is a success. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I want nothing but the best. I, yeah. I love Nintendo. Yeah. I want nothing but the best for them. Absolutely. Um, Shiny and Mary Exelotter in the chat are both saying that their Joy-Cons are starting to malfunction. Um, that mm-hmm. is a problem. Uh, the, there is some drift in the Joy-Cons, mm-hmm. um, which I find very odd because I've had my Switch for four years and I've never once had a problem. Hmm. Yeah. And you, yeah. I mean, and I use mine. It's been used. <laughs> yeah. And less so now. When I first got my Switch, and I was, I, it was while I was in Japan, I was playing, like, upwards of eight hours of Switch a day. Right. Because I had... Travel. Well, because we were on a bus. <laughs> we would drive to the venue every day. Right. So I would literally, like, literally all I did for four months was play Nintendo Switch. Right. I put, I think I put 120 hours into Breath of the Wild in two and a half weeks. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it was really bad. I started playing Breath of the Wild, and I honestly never put it down. <laughs> and, like, I would... Because I the show that I was doing at the time, I had these long breaks. Like, I would, like, sing a song, and then I would have, like, 35 minutes backstage. Right. Playing my Nintendo Switch. So it's not even like the show started, and then there was two and a half hours where I wasn't. It was like the show started, and then I went out and sang the opening, and then I went back to my room for 15 minutes and played a little bit of Breath of the Wild, and then I went out and sang a song, and then I played like 10 minutes of the Switch, and then I went out on stage and they did the roulette, and if my song was pulled, then I would sing it, and if my song wasn't pulled, I would go. The show was, a, the show was amazing, but it was also like logistically a nightmare for everybody. Yeah. Because um, we had like 58 songs in the show, but only like 17 of them were performed each night. And the rest were all on a roulette wheel. It's not that many. Not 58. That's an exaggeration. But yeah. Anyway. Still though. Oh my gosh. I played a lot of Breath of the Wild because it's one of the greatest games I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Exelot in the chat says, I'm playing Dragon Quest Builders 2 and it sucks. Also, since I'm out of school right now, you can't buy new yeah. ones for 70 euros. Yeah, Joy-Cons are expensive. Yeah. But um, Mary, if I can be honest, don't buy Joy-Cons. Buy the Pro Controller because the Pro Controller is wonderful. The Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch Pro Controller is uh, maybe my favorite favorite controller right now i just hate that the buttons are reversed i've tried playing breath of the wild and it is very difficult for me Mm -hmm. because like the a and b are backwards and i i i keep yeah mm -hmm, can't do it it's very difficult Hmm. what i just says re 420 um used the soki emotes but isn't subscribed to the channel and i don't know how they did that you can use channel points to unlock a random emote oh fun yeah things i don't know about twitch yeah i know um, yeah, that's very, uh, thank you for that. Thank you for teaching me things. You're welcome. You think, you think <laughs> that after being a Twitch streamer for six months, I would know these things, but I don't. I got you. But I don't. 
Oh, for 24 uh, hours. Okay, okay. Yeah. You probably did. Sh- uh, Shiny says, I thought I told David about the channel points thing ages ago. You probably did. Maybe it was me, Shiny. Um, it's just, no, it, it was probably me. I just am on Twitch so much that I forget everything. Yeah. Like, I, that, and honestly, like, we stream so much now. Yeah. Um, that I, like, I don't know what's yeah. going on. I, here, here's the thing. I not well-versed enough to give Twitch tutorials. Yeah. I can do what I can do, and I know stuff, but I don't know everything by yeah. a far stretch. Like... Yeah. Yeah, we we, yeah. we are very lucky to have mods who know how this works. Yes. Because we don't. You guys are the best. Truly. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> like, Truly. <clears throat> yeah. That was a fun show. That was a fun show. I think we'll call it there. Yeah. A little bit shorter today, but, you know... No, we, we, guys, we got the news. We got the news. Um, yeah. Yeah. We got, we got, we got the news. Um, we got it. Oh we God. have it right here. We, and we have. You don't have it. Given we have it. it. To, no, we, we just gave it to them. Oh, oh, we've now given you the news. That's how this works. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Christmas present. But yeah. every day. <gasps> John, thank you for the biddies. John. Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love that e- that uh, that gif of it's Will Ferrell. Yeah, Jeez. especially at Christmas time. Yes, guys, it's yeah. Christmas. We need a little Christmas yeah. right this very minute. Candles in the window. Carols on the spinet. Yes, we need a little Christmas. Wait, what is? Why are there carols on the spinet? What's a spinet? I don't know. It's it's a Christmas carol. You don't really like dig deep into the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. <laughs> Yeah. You just, yeah, just can't. Uh, <laughs> after, uh, Mary X. Lauder wants to know if after giving us the news, we, do we forget them? Yes. Yeah. If you, if you come back tomorrow, you'll realize that we 100% forgot about what we talked about on today's show. Yeah. Yeah. My attention span is like here and now, and then I forget everything. So I'm really bad with names. <laughs> Literally. I, yeah, not, <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> it's it's so true like people people constantly are like oh yeah remember we talked about this on, on in your stream yesterday and i'm like yeah I, yeah i remember that <laughs> it was a good conversation we had yesterday yeah it or was... or and look i i'm not trying to call anyone out but there are people who will come into my chat and be like hey do you remember me and i'm like from oh, what and they're like i came into your stream three months ago and we hung out for about seven minutes and i'm like no. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, the usernames, just, like... Especially if it's something abstract with a bunch of numbers, and you're like, what? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. And there are some people who have only popped in once who I remember just because their names are... Like, like are, if you've got a really funny, you got a good name. Mm-hmm. But if your name is, like, RX7G5231, no matter how interesting you are, I'm never... I'm, I'm gonna call you Rex, because RX... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll come up with a nickname for you, and you have to come back, like, five or six times before I remember who you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Guys, Twitch. Although, I will say, uh, in our community, we've got good names. Oh, yeah. 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 Mary Exelotter. Mary Exelotter. You have a dope name. I like that one. Shiny Umbreon Master. Very... Like, we've got some recognizable people. Re420, you're gonna be... You're gonna be a challenge, my friend. (laughs) You're gonna be a challenge. No, I'm gonna remember that one. I'm gonna remember it, but, like, thank you for that for the Empire. Dill Pickle's a mod, so that one's easy. I'm not gonna forget you. You got you got that little sword. Yeah. That sword. Um. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be streaming tomorrow and Saturday. Um. Tomorrow I'm playing Dead by Daylight. Ooh. Who am I? Spooky. I know. Boo. 
Um, and then Saturday, I'm playing Skyrim. <laughs> uh, y'all, I will be on later tonight playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, because I, I want to play that game. I miss it. I haven't gotten to play it in a while. So, um, <laughs> uh, so I'm excited. That'll probably be about five or six o'clock tonight. Uh, and my schedule will go out at some point in the afternoon. Um, thankfully, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, it hasn't been up yet. Y'all, uh, just moving everything back into the apartment has actually been a little bit more complicated than uh, we wanted. Yes, so, um, we're in the middle of all of that. We're just trying to figure that out. Uh, mm -hmm. but now that, uh, I will have that figured out today. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Is there anything else? Our Twitch highlight videos will be going up this weekend, our mm -hmm. November highlights. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Mm -hmm. And follow us across the internet. Oh, also, y'all, uh, I know we talk about this every once in a while, but, um, if you do have an iPhone or a iPad or a Mac device, if you could go to the Apple podcast feed and rate this podcast that you watch live five stars, write a review. And if you don't like the show, if you come back to hate watch it, say that in the review, but just give it those five stars. That is the fastest way for us to grow. Yeah. And, um, it would mean a lot if you could do that. Mm -hmm. It really like, it is the, if you want to free way to support the nerdy nightly, um, giving us that five star rating on Apple podcasts, uh, and writing a review is the best way to do it. If you do leave a review, we will, we're going to start reading those at the end of the morning show, yeah. which we're very excited about. If you don't live in Canada, um, screenshot your review on the store and send it to us nerdynightly at gmail.com because we can't actually see reviews that aren't in our country. So, mm -hmm. um, I did not know that. So if you do, if you're in, um, if you're in Denmark, uh, I don't know who is in Denmark, but one of you's in Denmark. Uh, somebody's in Brazil, I think too. Uh, if you do send us, leave us a review, please screenshot it and send it to us so that we can read it on the show. Um, it's honestly the easiest, uh, it's, it's, it's a huge way that you could support us if yeah. that is something that you would like to do. And if you don't want to support us, I completely understand. I um, yeah, Rebel, David was just being a little butthead. Oh yeah. He knows. He He, he knows. Um, y'all, thank you so much for a wonderful show. Mm -hmm. Any last plugs? No, that's everything. Um, y'all, as we always freaking say, do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>